0: Hello and welcome to Uncaged, the official podcast of B.A. Tiger Sports. I am your host, Greg Spencer, alongside both of our associate directors of athletics, Amanda Snyder and Alton Lusk. How are you guys doing today?
1: Doing great. Thank you so much for having us.
2: I'm doing well. Thank you.
0: And our special guest this week is Broken Arrow High School volleyball coach, Ian Bullen. How are you doing, coach?
2: I am doing fantastic. Thank you
0: for having me. Talk a little bit about this team, where you're at right now, heading into playoffs.
3: Yeah, so this team, uh, this year, things have gone real well. Um, we were off to a wonderful start for the season. You know, we, uh, we jumped out of the gate and won a whole bunch of games, got ranked pretty highly. And we've just been riding that throughout the season. Um, we're ranked number four currently, you know, things are going real well. I'm proud of the team. They're playing hard and we've done, we've done a great job up to this point.
0: What, what does this team do? Well, what, what's different about, you know, you guys were, were real close to winning a state championship last year. What does this team do well? And, and who, who are some players that have really stood out for you?
3: So one of the things that makes this team new unique and that we really haven't had a situation like this in a number of years is we don't have the one player that we can kind of hang our hat on and say, this is our superstar. This is the key. This is the one player that, that people would try to stop. It's a, it's a collection of girls that go out there and work hard and they do their job really well. And I think that makes us a little more dangerous in some ways because we've got, uh, you've got to contend with a number of weapons instead of just trying to stop one. And that's, that's probably the one thing that I think we could put our thumb on that's been unique about this team this year is the fact that we've had to be really diverse with the way we attack the ball, the way we play defense because it's not just the one player.
1: no, I agree with that i mean i've I've come to several of the matches and and the girls just fight hard, even you know when things maybe don't go their way, they never give up. um you will notice that they are they they really have the work ethic and the drive
2: Coach great job this year um we've been to a few games and really just appreciated um uh, your work ethic and the girls work ethic what are some things that you got to focus on um here as you're trying to punch your ticket to the state tournament
3: you know one of the biggest challenges and it seems to come up every year this this time of year is you just and i'm sure it's this way in other sports it's just you've got to keep the kids focused um it's been our season is not the longest season in the world, but it has been a grind on those kiddos. They started practicing uh, midsummer, um, lifting weights, you know, even earlier than that. And you know, here we are now. We're into school, and we've got the homecoming dance, and we've got you know all kinds of football games and things like that that are in the equation. Which I love. That's a great part of high school, but it, you know, it does challenge us coaches in a way that is not necessarily unique for our sport, but uh, it, it's something that we have to work on to try to. To try to keep those kids focused. I mean October is the measuring stick of of fall sports. And in, in in this case, we you know, we've had a great year, but man, we don't want the greatness to stop with our season. We wanna we wanna have good postseason as well. So, you know, that the challenge, let's keep the kids focused. Let's really, you know, face the challenges head on. And, you know, if we if we stumble a bit, let's learn from that and let's move forward. That's our that's our goal.
1: Is it something you do every practice to to remind them that, you know, mind and body, you know, keeping a balance and focusing on your schoolwork while being competitive and, and eating right and sleeping, you know, all those things. Is that something you and Coach Sarola do every practice or is it kind of once a week?
3: You know, I tell you, Shira is really good about that. She was obviously uh, had some good success in the collegiate level. And, you know, she's she's all in when it comes to making sure the kiddos are are doing and acting and eating and, and saying and all these things the right way. And that's uh, she's such a valuable part to our staff. And, you know, we do remind the kiddos um, and we, we reach out to their parents, too. We want to we want to make sure that they that they stay focused, but we want them to do the right thing as well. And, you know, grades are a big part of it. We're proud of the grade point average that our that our kids have every year when we're when we're able to, you know, appear in the state tournament. We want to be able to challenge for that academic championship as well. And um,
0: 3.7
1: this year?
3: 3.7 is pretty Great. solid. That's pretty, pretty solid, yeah.
0: Tell me a little bit mo- more about your staff. Talk about some of the, the other coaches you guys have.
3: Yeah, I, I feel like I've got a really strong staff. And I'm, you know, I've been so uh, blessed here at Broken Arrow every year to have a good group of people that just, I mean, it, more than just knowledgeable in volleyball, they're just good people. And so, so this year our staff is set up with me at the, you know, the head varsity level. And my assistant coach is uh, Shira Sarola. She was the head coach at ORU for a, a large number of years. And she came onto our staff a couple of years ago and uh, she was our freshman head coach for the last two years. And so she's moved up to help me on the varsity, I have lots of experience and she's been there and done that. And, you know, on the international level and the collegiate level, and she's, you know, a high end club coach. I mean, she's got loads of experience. Um, Jessica uh, Walker was my assistant coach on the varsity. She's dropped down to to help uh, run the show for the JV. She's doing an excellent job. They have a a fabulous record this year. I mean, they worked so hard for her, and she's. I'm I'm really excited for her. I mean, she was she was super excited to take on that role as a as a head coach on the JV, and it's just kind of I don't know. It's kind of redefined her coaching career for us, and she's she has taken the reins by the horn uh, about t- taking the the reins of the horse and ran with it. So we're, we're excited for her. Um, additionally, we hired a new coach uh, who's our freshman coach. She played for me. Her name's Rachel Hill, and she played for me over at Coweta when I was the head coach there. And uh, she was a wonderful player. She was an all-state libero for us. Uh, she's been an assistant coach for the last couple of years at Ponca City High School. And, uh, you know, I always told her, I said, if we ever had a chance to, to get together, it would be a good opportunity for her. And it really worked out well. Timing was good. Uh, we had an opening, and she came in, and she's done a fabulous job with the freshman as well.
0: You mentioned Coeta, uh, one of your previous stops. Tell us a little bit about your background. Where did you go to college and kind of how, how your life has played out since leading up to Broken Arrow? Oh, my gosh.
3: Well, we'll go way back then. So, you know, I graduated from Bartlesville High School, and I, uh, you know, like a lot of my buddies, I, you know, jumped on board and became a boomer sooner and moved over there to Norman and was there for a few semesters before I relocated to – to Talcwall and, and, uh, went to Northeastern state. And so I graduated from there. And, uh, um, my first teaching job was down in Poto for a handful of years. I wasn't a coach. I was just a, just a history teacher and loved it. I went to college to be a history teacher and, um, I'm still extremely passionate about that. And, you know, was thankful for that opportunity. And when I, when I moved up to, uh, Coweta, I was there for 16 seasons or 16 years. And, uh, and during that time, we started a volleyball program, and it was a little bit of a train wreck to begin with. And
0: uh, what made you like? How did that come about that oh, you I could, would be interested in coaching volleyball?
3: Completely got suckered. I mean, it yeah. was
0: uh, one of those deals <laughs>
3: where you know how athletic directors are. They yeah. looked at me and said, "Oh, you're you're history teacher, and you're not coaching anything." So I was yeah. like, "I was like, well, what a great challenge. Let's get after it." And you know, it uh, it was a bit of a. a, a Stumbling, uh, learning experience. We mm-hmm. went two and twenty one my first year, and how we won two, I'll I'll never know. <laughs> it was an accident, and then they uh, they asked me to come back, and you know all those years later. I mean, I you know we started that program. They they never had volleyball there before, and uh, I think there were three schools in our conference: uh, us and Claremore and talqua all, all started at the same time, and uh, you know we kind of grew with each other, learned from each other, and you know put things together, and by that. By that fourth season, we went fifteen and twelve. You'd have thought we qualified for the Olympics. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, things just started to click. We kind of put it together and had a good run over there. And um, opportunity came over here at Broken Arrow eight seasons ago. Hard to believe it was that long ago. And um, the so position. This is, this is your ninth year. This is our eighth year. Eighth so year. Our eighth year over here. So, you know we. Uh, uh, we're fortunate enough my my we always lived here in Broken Arrow my kids went to school yeah, here. Yeah both
0: you coached your daughter right yeah, and then your son son played golf son, right. Son was on you the know? golf
3: team and daughter was also on the golf team so it was just a it was a really good fit and I I'm, I'm so uh, thankful that uh, I had the opportunity to come and do that and you know I just uh I try to keep plugging away and and doing the best I can do and you know being a good influence on the kiddos and um, I just love everything about it.
1: You're doing a fantastic job, and really enjoy your staff. And what is something you do to sharpen your skills? And as a coach,
3: you know, I I try to keep learning. I mean, that's the one thing that uh, you know. I, I pay close attention to the people that I that I coach against. Um, I ask a lot of questions of them to see how they run their programs and maybe things they they do in the off season. And you know, anything I can, anything that I can, I'll say it. Anything I can steal from someone else that'll that'll be used, I'll use it. I mean, even last night we were at Bixby and uh, they were they were having their senior night and I saw a couple of things that they did. I thought that would be a great idea. We're going to go ahead and, you know, maybe move that on over to, to our side of things. So, you know, I think as a coach, one of the things you can do is if you're, if you're playing against people that are high level, pay attention, pay attention to the things they do and the, and the, you know, the way they warm up and the way they talk to their players. And, you know, there's, there's a lot to be learned from the people that we're competing against. And, you know, Maybe people learn from me as well, but it's uh, that's one thing that you want to do. And you know, if you want to if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, and you better pay attention to them when you're playing against them.
1: Well
0: said. You mentioned that you guys are currently ranked number four, right? Uh, talk a little bit about not to get ahead of ourselves beyond regionals, but talk a little bit about some of the top teams in six A that you guys have competed against, and and what you're looking at matchup wise if you guys are to to advance.
3: Okay, yeah. So our season has been. You know, full of challenges, and we have faced every team that, that's highly ranked. Every every single one of them across the state. So, um, number one right now is Jinx, and we've played them a couple times. We're uh, one and one against them. Uh, we beat them at our tournament, and uh, they beat us later on at the Bishop Kelly tournament. Um, we played against uh, Bishop Kelly a couple times. They're ranked uh, number two, and um, they're pretty solid, very solid. Um, also, highly ranked is Edmund Memorial, and we're one and one against them as well. So. You know, those are the those are the three teams that are in front of us right now, and you know they have presented their fair share of challenges. But we've been a challenge to them too. So that's yeah. uh, you know, that's something that's really encouraging to our girls is that uh, you know those top teams haven't just ran away with it. They haven't just uh, separated themselves completely from everyone um, on any given day. You know, if you're if you're on and you'll have to be on, um, you can sure enough give them a challenge. So you know, being in the position that we're in is a good spot. It's not. Uh, it's not the end. You know, we, we know that we've got to get through this regional and then, you know, we take care of business in the regional. We'll see how things match up at the state tournament. But, you know, if we can go into it and, and get ourselves a favorable matchup in that first round and and you know, punch through and get into the get into the semifinals, um, things things become more possible at that time. That's uh that's always kind of the goal when you go to state is if, you know, you just can't win them all three on the first day. You just gotta take care of that first one.
1: Shout out to your Eighth grade American and national teams that won the Frontier Valley Conference. Shout out to the seventh grade team, um, national or American that won. American. American, yes, sorry. Yes. And, you know, the future is bright. And so I know volleyball continues to grow in this state and in this region, especially. So I know you've got a, a lot of pull, and I just love the camaraderie that on Thursday they're going to be bringing all the youth programs in and they get in for free to the game. Um, and they're going to support our girls to victory. And I just love that. That's cool.
3: Yeah. I mean, our, our middle school programs are kind of second to none and they I mean, the, the coaches, they do a very good job. And, you know, if I, I look around at some of the, some of the schools that they play against and, you know, our kids do win a lot in that middle school. And I, you know, I tell them just, just, we're going to work hard because you guys are just, you're, you're, you're fighting for a, a an opportunity to continue to advance in our program. And, and they've done a, a fine job. The coaches coach them up, the kids play hard, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun to watch them play.
0: Uh, coach, thanks again for joining us. We're going to take a commercial break here on Uncage, and we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Uncaged, official podcast of BA Tiger Sports. And now we are here, just the three of us, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the other fall sports that are going on right now. And obviously one of the biggest things that has happened is was just last week our cheer team won 6A co-ed talk a little bit about that amanda
1: yeah what a great great moment to to witness um not only their performance you know at regionals which was was pretty phenomenal but then for them to go on to state and make some adjustments that were you know requested by the judges and they did it and they overcame some adversity and and you know challenges and then um, for them to go out there and perform first in the 6a large co-ed category was pretty difficult so they set a really high. Um, bar for the rest of the teams and um, really talented teams there but just to witness them um, winning the championship and the large co-ed division was pretty phenomenal I'm so proud of them
0: well we actually we had a couple of uh, varsity cheerleaders on our other sports podcast called Tiger Sports Report which is completely student produced and and that was actually leading up to the championship or, or the state tournament Uh, What have you in your conversations with Coach Blood talked about um, just kind of the growth of her team and how they got to the point to be able to to win state this year?
1: I think they this year really focused on um, what it means to be a Tiger. Um, They they had speakers come in and and reveal what it takes to to have your stripes and service, trust, respect, integrity, positive attitude, excellence, you know, all of those things, they actually do matter. And and I know when talking to Coach Blood and um, her assistant coaches, they, they wanted to focus on that. So I think this year was focused more on the heart of the team. Um, their talent is there every year. So yeah. I think at this point is be who we are stay focused you know we didn't win regionals but you know what we're gonna fix the things we need to so that we can go on and show show them that we will we will make those adjustments yeah
0: and that's no different than in in a lot of other sports you you take basketball for example a lot of time like maybe you didn't win you know you end up going through the loser side of the bracket uh, which is a a poorly named uh, side of the bracket but uh talk a little bit about um what else what else does cheer have coming up? Obviously, I know Nationals is a big thing, but that's a few yeah. months away. Do they have anything in between?
1: Prior to Nationals um, in Orlando, Florida, they have um, in November um, game day. So that's a, a different competition yeah. that the OSSA yeah. oversees. Um, so they will be competing in the game day division, which is what we do here at Brooklyn. And that
0: Arrow. just kind of continues to grow.
1: Continues to grow, and now they've, um, you know, they they've linked in lengthened it to where Palm can compete into it. So it's it's pretty pretty neat deal. I enjoy it.
0: Next up, let's let's talk a little bit about softball. As we're recording this today, they're hosting regionals, so we'll know a little bit more about their fate next week. Uh, they've had a really solid season. Um, we don't know who they're going to play yet today as we're recording this, but games are going on right now talk a little bit about what you guys know about the season that they've had as they they prep for these games and and head on to a possible state tournament which broken arrow is known to 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 be a team that always compete competes for state championships
2: yeah i think what you said just you know i think they're known for competing at the state tournament level and i think we're staying true and consistent to that um coach king i think they have a record of 27 and 10 uh this year um obviously have some some skill girls and, um, you know, they're playing in a regional championship game and, and really looking forward to punching the ticket. You know, just need to win one more and and we're in.
0: To get all your Tiger football talk, we got a weekly show inside Tiger football that airs every Thursday. So be sure and check that out. So before we wrap things up, we want to get to know Coach Lusk a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, you're coming here from most recently Owasso, and you've been in B.A. since what, about July now?
2: Since June 1st. June. Yeah, um, you know, so I'd like to say I'm a football coach by trade, you know. So graduated college in 2000, um, uh, was cut from the the New York Giants, and so went home and and coached for uh, David Heath at Guyman, Oklahoma, for a couple of years. Uh, David Heath actually coaches D line here for Josh. Okay, uh, he was the head coach in Guyman at the time. One of my coaches growing up, but went home, coached. Um, uh, did that for a couple years, was at Panhandle State University as a passing game coordinator for a year, um, and then was at Lake Islands High School in Dallas, Texas for a year. And so uh, lived down there and decided that drive down I-35 and across 635 was not for me. And so uh, we made we made the trip back to Oklahoma, uh, was in Muskogee for 10 years, um, coached for uh, Ron Lancaster and Matt Hennessy. Um, and then I you know I think about year six I got into administration was offered a position as an as an assistant principal and uh, made the decision at Muskogee at Muskogee made the decision to go ahead and, and give that a shot so for the last 12 years I've been in administration um, served as a principal at Pershing Elementary um, served as principal in Guymon Oklahoma went home for a couple of years and and middle school athletic director and then I was uh, eighth grade principal at Owasso for six years.
1: Talk about the biggest um, change over from being a principal to an athletic director.
2: You know, I think the biggest change for me is ju- the transition has been good. Um, the one thing that's been a challenge for me is just not being around kids all day, you know? And so uh, we get into this, this profession to serve kids. And, and so I've, I've had to learn how to uh, adjust my time wisely, you know, but um, the transition has really been good. Uh, I'm excited about Broken Arrow. I'm excited about their vision and their goal for students and the success of their programs. And so, um, uh, it's been good.
0: I know. Speaking of kids, you, you have two kids yourself, right? I have three. Three kids, kids okay. And I, I've I've seen you walking around with two boys, so I wasn't sure if that yeah, was the total my, or not.
2: My, my oldest, he uh, he played. Um, uh, he finished his high school career in 2000 okay. at, at Owasso. Gotcha. Uh, signed with Missouri State to play football there. Transferred. Uh, two years ago to central Oklahoma. Uh, that's where I played ball. Um, and so he's there in his junior year and I have, uh, I have a freshman, um, Preston Lusk, and then I have a, uh, an eighth grader price Lusk.
0: Awesome.
1: Talk about, you know, you played at the next level and your son plays too. Now, what, what is your biggest piece of advice you could give an athlete wanting to play at the next level?
2: You know, that that's a good question. Um, You know, and and that really depends on the athlete, you know. But I think for me is understanding – you have to understand that it's not about you anymore. Um, You know, we all have goals and we all want to be the best. But at the same time, do your part, you know, play your role, and the team benefits from that. You know, you may not have, you know, 20 touches. Mm -hmm. uh, You may have 10, but those are quality touches, um and and you get what you put into it you know and so um, in college you know we were forty eight and seven in, in the five years that I played there uh, we won three Lone Star Conference championships um, my goal was to always play in the NFL I think every kid's goal is to play in the NFL I had sixteen catches my senior year ten touchdowns and you know I'm a top twenty uh, receiver going into the draft and so um, but I think that just a testament to show up do your part. Um, and good things happen.
0: Before we wrap things up, let, let's talk a little bit about the athletic department and, and give some shout-outs to some of the people behind the scenes. You guys have a fairly new staff. You're going on kind of your two-and-a-half. Two you know, it's your, your you know <laughs> start season. in what, twi- in like January of 2020, right? right? So January you've got you and, That's right. and Coach yeah. Melton and, and Logan Hawks, brand-new to staff. Tell us a little bit about the operations in athletics and kind of how – the behind the scenes of everything works. Cause it's, it's a lot to keep up with.
1: It's a lot to keep up with. Um, we are so blessed to have Logan Hawk on our staff now who's not only pumping out graphics daily nightly, you know, he's doing the hype videos with you all with Aerovision and, um, we communicate all the time, you know, right before this podcast, we, um, we had tiger gratitude where we went around with the two football players who were on yeah, their teachers. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things we do behind the scenes.
0: And um, that's, that's been a thing. That's really a new thing you guys are doing this year. And it's really, you know, doing some really good things off. on social media. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's about, you know, telling our teachers how much they've impacted our student athletes lives and we yeah. want them to come to the game. So, you know, just having that camaraderie and the connection that's, that's what it's all about.
0: Talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, people come to Broken Arrow High School football games and they probably see that we have a, a, a fairly large production compared to to most high schools. Tell me, pat yourself on the back a little bit and ta- talk to me a little bit about what your role is in, in Friday game day, game day operations. All of it.
1: Well, <laughs> my role is no more than anybody else. Don't don't even go there. I appreciate that. But, you know, I what I think about is um, what I learned from – working at TU and that was, um, game day marketing. And so you're really, you know, you've got your sponsors and they, they need to be put in the script and you've got on on field timeouts. You've got some that are just the PA, um, Sean Morgan, that's announcing. You've got some that are in the stands and videos and commercials. And so honestly, it's just a lot of organization. It's time, you know, writing the script and I love doing it because I know that it, hopefully impacts our kids and our families and community in a positive light so it's it's a lot of work but you know what that's I enjoy doing it
0: uh Alton before we go any final thoughts from you what what's your you know getting your feet wet in the athletic department what that's what's that been like for you well
2: you know what it's it's a it's a big job (laughs) you know and there's a there's a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle and so you know, I think just with any um, with any new position, you know, um, I'm at a, at a point in my career where I was looking for a new challenge. And so, um, you know what, I just want to be um, a good good piece of the puzzle. You know, so I'm just trying to figure out my role, um, uh, kind of learning from, obviously, from Amanda and the great things that she does, uh, learning from Darren and Spav and, and Coach Elliott. And um, we just have a really good team, and uh, I'm excited to be part of it. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, that is all the time we have for this week's episode of Uncaged. Be sure that you are following at BATigersports on all social media platforms. Trust me, if you do, you will stay up to date. You won't miss a thing. Guys, I appreciate you joining me. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, Greg.
0: All right. We'll see you next time.